your jackass president doesn't know when it's coming out. I don't like being told. The Democrats, your liberals don't like to hear facts. Take your talk. You are listening to the Purple House Podcast. Here are your hosts, Chris Lee and Allison Clinton Lee. Welcome back to the On Tour. Oh, excuse me. It is. I'm not on tour. I will be soon. Welcome back to the Purple House podcast. We've done this podcast. I've been doing this, would be episode number 19 if this was my old podcast. But we decided to do a little rebranding. Allison, if you haven't noticed, has been with me on the past two or three episodes. And for some reason, people just can't get enough of her. They finally, they see what I see. I've been seeing for all these years, these 25 years we've been together. But uh, yeah, for some reason, uh, people want to hear this liberal, Democrat, <laughs> tree-hugging wife of mine uh, talk about stuff. How you doing? I, I'm good. I was in the middle of uh, what an packing intro. up Christmas, <laughs> and then you were like, wait, and then we're here. Yeah. So I'm good. If you're new to this, if this is your first time to to catch a podcast episode or any type of Purple House, I would recommend you go to my YouTube channel, Chris Gaines Comedy, and look up some of the Purple House episodes. And how we started doing the Purple House was, and a little backstory, so Alice and I married a long time, I don't know how many years, tremendous amount of years. Seriously, uh, let the voice die. Sorry, that's a terrible President Trump. Oh, how he we is miss terrible. Him. You're right. <laughs> that was a terrible President Trump impersonation. <laughs> anyway, we um, started doing this show because we're opposite ends of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. We're married. We have children. We're in love with each other most of the time. And it's fluctuating love, but most of the time it's good. Yeah, it is quite the roller coaster. Very uh, makes it very exciting sometimes. Yep. If I'm Super being honest, <laughs> but uh, we decided to do this show because it's uh we think we're somewhat unique in the sense of I'm pretty hard to the right, she's pretty hard to the left. Somehow we make it work, and we even raise kids together. So you take red, you take blue, you put them together. What does that create? Purple. So this is by all means a purple house, and hopefully our kids will listen to me. At the end of the day, and we'll raise you a bunch what? of little I Republicans. Think, I don't think that, you know, I can definitely see. And it's different because when I was growing up, my parents didn't, weren't specific about which way they leaned. And therefore, my brothers are both military and they tend to lean conservative. And I am tend to lean on the liberal side. So it, it made for us to make our own. Um, informed choices and decisions, which I so love. Um, And I think that's how it should be. I shouldn't force my views upon my children. And watching our children, we have two that are incredibly philanthropic and like animal lovers and just very much bleeding hearts like myself. And then we have, I would say two that are kind of um, more conservative in their actions, and I can see little nuances, and I think, so we've got half and half. Smart. It's the nuances. They're smart. No, actually, they get in trouble a lot 
and need to be told they need to work at the food bank more often than anything. <laughs> but in fact, that was a discussion last night. But that's their choice. They are allowed to be their own people. And that's the beauty of raising children is letting them become who God and uh, created them to be. And we're very lucky. We're very lucky in the sense of in our kids' lifetime so far, they've been able to see what a Republican president looks like, mm-hmm. what an economy looks like under a Republican president. They and and now they're getting to see, they're getting to see by how many times we go out to eat per month, Never went out to how eat. big of toys they get. They're able to see, they, they remember 2016 through 2020 and how fruitful and wonderful everything was. And now so full of it. here we are with the highest inflation rate we've had in 42 years. Ryder got an Oculus. From Santa. And they didn't go without this year. Hey, we're not going to debate. We could debate. We're going to have those times during the podcast that we're going to go political and we're going to talk about stuff. We obviously disagree on a lot. Like I've avoided the news, though. I got to be honest. <laughs> I just I would. Too, you know, it was if Christmas time. Stop. It was Christmas time. I was just not feeling it, and I just thought I'm going to remove that stress from my life. Like I will check the weather. And the sports. And that's trying, really what I needed to know. You don't need a reminder that you, in fact, voted for Joe Biden a few years ago. I don't regret that vote. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I do it again. So here we are. This is a new year. Today is January 7th. Yes. And uh, this is always exciting. Happy Saturday. I think like most people, we come out of the gates screaming and running. You know, oh my gosh, what are we going to accomplish in the year 2023? After you ate your black-eyed peas. Yeah, very important. And this year I added 12 grapes because apparently I decided to take on um, a Hispanic tradition. You didn't put the grapes in the black-eyed peas. I'll never tell. The black-eyed pea thing, that's a... My mother was very superstitious, God rest her soul. But uh, she was her reasoning for eating the black eyed peas was it was going to give you money this year, Mm. 2023. I don't remember the money. I just remember it was luck. And so I remember even, I don't know, maybe seven or eight years back at your Papa's house, Mm -hmm. like walking around with forks because your grandpa and your uncle didn't want to eat them. And I was like, eat the black eyed peas. They should have been used to it. But I... It was out of a can, though. They weren't cooked. It was like we didn't. Oh, that's I, great. I know, but like I, it was end of the day, and I was just desperate before everybody went to bed. Like you have to have this on my watch. I may need to make sure that everybody has good luck. Okay. So, yeah. but like everybody had them, and we had some people sleep over, and some kids sleep over, and they ate them, and yeah. But it's I'm incredibly superstitious. I love them. You feed me those every day of the week. I'll be happy. No, because they'll ruin like. Like the specialty of them, but you yeah. know, but they are delicious. They are. Oh, remember Black Eyed Pea, the restaurant? Remember the the band? What if the new tradition, like the <laughs> the new tradition, is you have to listen to Black Eyed Pea album on New Year's Day? The best tradition. Meta when I started this, I don't know, maybe four years ago, is she will jump off a chair or off the couch. Right at midnight, and I take a picture of her. That way, she's not on Earth at midnight. It is like, <laughs> like I have a collection of her pictures, and it's that kid's amazing. She's special. She's for awesome. Sure. So anyway, so happy New Year, everyone! I hope 
the yeller off to a, a fabulous start. So we did something new this year. We talk about doing it every year, and we're like, finally, we're going to do this. And it, I know a lot of people do this. I don't know if it works. We're going to find out. But we decided to create vision boards for this year. Yeah. So basically the idea, there's a lot of different ways to do it. But the idea I've always heard is you write some goals that you have, and then you try to, you basically list some, a plan, a strategy to accomplish these goals. And for me, kind of the overall thing was I wanted to provide a wonderful trip, like a vacation or something for my family. I feel like we always miss out on this and there's a lot of different variables. Um, a lot of it is our world tends to revolve around baseball tournaments or touring or touring. So we don't always have the time. And when we do have the time, you know, sometimes it's selfishly, it's nice for me just to be here, just to be home. The last thing I want to do is go travel after I travel for a living. Right. Um, but I want to make a concerted effort this year to plan a very special trip for my family. Uh, I'm not a gajillionaire, contrary to what people probably think. They probably think Granger Smith's tour manager is probably just raking in the dough. People think that? And, uh, yeah, probably. Now, wow. I do okay. I, hey, I provide hey, for a, a family of six. I'm not doing that bad. But um, I'm also do, not doing that good, brother. Um, <laughs> He's fine. So if you He's have any fun. ideas of a... A vacation idea. I want to. I want my kids to to get a little culture. I've been blessed enough to see a lot of amazing things in this world, and I don't want to go back to Kalahari again. That's always going to be the answer. But and the kids is let's go to Kalahari. Mm -hmm. But I want them to see something cool, whether it's the Grand Canyon or or New York City. I don't. Know, I'm not sure that's a good idea. But uh, if you have any ideas, drop a comment on this video, and uh, let me know what you think. I want to do something special this year that's not going to kill. I don't want to do Disney World, I don't think. And our kids don't. And I love that. it's They're not interested in Disney World. And so it's like, why spend the money? And I think our kids love dirt. And they love to get their hands in it. And they like to meet people. And they, they like to get ingrained or engulfed into the culture. And so I think things like a we like road trip. I mean, they're amazing road warriors is what my dad always said. Um, so I don't think a, a car ride would be a bad idea. Rainbow has an immune deficiency, so she hasn't been cleared to fly yet. But I like the road. Like, playing games on the road is fun, and they do very well on long trips. But I love the idea of going and seeing, like, the Grand Canyon or Big Ben, like you had suggested. You had wanted to do a, a cruise, and then Cannon asked if he could have a babysitter and stay home from the cruise. He was like adamant he did yeah. not want to and i'm terrified of water so the idea of being trapped on something like that is freaky he's seen titanic too many times and he's seen and he, twister he too many times because anytime it rains <laughs> he's afraid the ceiling's gonna get ripped off the house i know so but we have so much in this country um that our children need to see and that's precious and that's invaluable Absolutely. It really is. I, I, wherever we end up going, I, I love the idea of driving and having our kids see a sunrise through an Iowa cornfield. 
Mm-hmm. I, I swear it's one of the most beautiful things you'll mm-hmm. see. And, and you wouldn't think so. And you won't experience it by flying. Well, on my bucket list is to go to the Field of Dreams site. Yeah. Because, you know, Kevin Costner. <laughs> and baseball. Does it get any better? So, yeah, I think that's what we're going to do. But I would love it. I would love suggestions that people have maybe have done this, that it was a great trip or, you know, don't do this with your kids. It turned out to be a bust. So, um, yeah. What's your resolution? What are you going to do different this year? I think resolutions are too big. Mm-hmm. I think really it's just mind frame. And so we had all the kids sit down and I bought poster boards and cut them in half and had each of the children. Um, and then they had a friend over, Micah, and he did one. And then I even gave one to who, um, his mama, who's my best friend. She did one as well. And I went on Pinterest and found like a children's resolution board because I think vision boards are too much. That's, that's, there's too many variables that can, that go into play and then you just get overwhelmed and you get lost in the year. So I found one and it said just the word that you want to describe for your year. And my word was, um, simplicity. I need to Hmm. simplify my life. It is too much. I am a, a, go-getter I love to do 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 and so I take on too much my life yes a do-do I know <laughs> where's that <Sorry>. children <laughs> I'm 12 <laughs> well I, I'm right there with you but just to simplify um and then we said what is something you want to do something to learn something to um change something to help and then we all signed it and dated it. And I put each of theirs in their rooms and I put ours up in our room. And it's a contract. But like all of our kids did it and they did really beautiful, thought provoking ones. Cannon had to do a redo. Right. Because his was all about getting V Bucks. And right Every yeah. question was answered in the form of whatever it takes to get more V-Bucks, baby. I know. V-Bucks, Fortnite, if you have kids, I'm sure you know what this is. Or if you like video games, I'm sure you know what what uh, V-Bucks are. But but when he redid it and he, he got, you know, he got serious, his word was beautiful. It was focus. Yeah. And Meadows was self-love, which I thought was absolutely so poignant and beautiful. Um, and writers, I think, was like leadership. And Rainbows was fun, you know. And I think that's all very doable. And they got it. I was proud of them. But it, I think sometimes we just think we have to do these big boards. When in reality, if you simplify, there's my word, things, they seem more obtainable. Right. I'm by all means not knocking your resolution, I'm not knocking mine. I think they're... Baby, if you do, I, I'll come at you. <laughs> I'm not at all. I think they're both very valuable, and they both... What was yours? Mine was to... What was your bi- word? Do a big trip. What um, was your word? Redemption. Redemption. It's good. Yeah. One. I don't feel like I did enough on the creative side in the year mm-hmm. 2022. And, um, you know, I stopped making funny videos, and I haven't been on this podcast like I should. And um, I want to get back on that stuff. I, I have a lot to, to bring to the world, regardless if they want to listen. But both of our resolutions are very mature. 
they show our age. But we're not Me mature. Me being in my, my late 30s, you being in your 40s, very mature resolutions. He's lying. So um, I can't help but think, just as a challenge to yourself, if you thought, what would the 20-year-old version of yourself think of your 42-year-old version of a resolution? I think this has been a resolution I've needed all my life. I've always had problems saying no to people because I love to please and I like to do everything and stay busy. I'm finally having the courage to say no. So your 20-year-old self would applaud and say, yeah, I girl, think so because I've you. exhausted myself my whole life doing this. I think my 20-year-old version would say that's lame. I think it would too. That's lame, man. You want, you yeah. Want... <laughs> Granger and I totally you, know that's true. <laughs> didn't you see Vacation? <laughs> didn't you see Clark Griswold? My 20-year-old version would say, dude, you need to drop what you're doing, take all those kids you have, teach them instruments, start a family band, get in a van, and turn into the Partridge family. I want the van. You want an electric van that's my dream that's her dream i'm trying to talk her into getting another vehicle no. because wow. she's been driving the same 2008 ford escape uh, which has a lot of sentimental value to her but she's been driving the same car for the longest longest time meanwhile daddy's driving a near to new uh, pickup truck okay. okay people that are understand it has no car payment and i do the bills so to me, that's like, why? It works. It's fine. I go to H-E-B and Walmart. Why do I need a new car? Unless it's a hot pink glittered bug with eyelashes. Which would not fit for children. Exactly. I don't want to be with people. <laughs> You're not looking for a new car. You're looking for an escape. A I literally a drive an escape right now, though. <laughs> no. Um, but honey... That's the difference in God in your life. Right mm -hmm. there. Redemption. Yeah, for sure. Not that anything is wrong with wanting your children to all learn instruments. I mean, Meadow has picked up the violin this year, and she's yeah. done fantastic. And the piano. Self-taught on that. Yeah. She's just her saying, dad. I just think maybe we should, not necessarily resolutions, but maybe it's not a bad idea through life just to every once in a while look in that, that rearview mirror, look in that time capsule, and ask your 20-year-old self, am I doing what you wanted me to be doing at 40 years old? Mine would say no. Because we can't listen to yes everything no. the 20-year-old person says. Right? They're going to give us some stupid advice. They're going to say it's okay to drink and drive. It's okay if someone gets under your skin to throw fists at them. The 20-year-old version of myself would tell me those things. And the 20-year-old version of myself was wrong. Recently? I don't think so. I think you have it, like at a concert. No, I have not punched so, anyone. No, I mean, but didn't somebody... Anyway, I think you did like when somebody jumped on stage, whatever. I, I've, I've never punched anyone for jumping on stage. Okay. I, I've restra physically restrained them and taken them off like, the Sometimes stage. I listen to your stories and sometimes I just forget. Like I think about my grocery list. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. So what's been huge in the news this week is... Um, very scary moment of Buffalo Bills uh, safety, DeMar Hamlin, mm -hmm. which I'm sure unless you are living under a rock, you've heard about this story. Um, I was at the gym, go figure, 
And I look up and they have those, these huge TVs um, showing different sports. And one had that game on. It was Monday Night Football. And I noticed there was just a crowd of Buffalo Bills, nothing going on. I come back five minutes later, the same thing. There was no football being played. I'm like, what's going on? The score hadn't changed. The time hadn't changed. And so I get in the truck. I head back home, and I start hearing on the radio about this injury. I hate to even call it an injury. It, it wasn't that. At that moment, it was. At that moment, it was, it was an injury, as, as we thought of it. They but, thought he just came down. Right. So um, the guy had cardiac arrest. He suffered. Yeah. Uh, a 23 year old 24 24 year old guy no it's fine 24 year old healthy man is physically fit as you can imagine as i understand was hit in the chest at a certain at like the worst time possible and it caused his heart to stop well they haven't confirmed that but that other cardiologists that have studied the film they believe that it was a hit to the heart in that in turn stopped the the rhythmic the rhythm of the heartbeat. Okay, which uh, not a doctor, but caused the heart to stop. It's so scary. I mean, you couldn't after he went down and all the players surrounded him. You couldn't really see what was going which on. Which is with amazing. Him. They put the wall around. Yeah, him. they. Oh gosh, kudos to the Buffalo Bills players for doing that. Mm-hmm. But seeing the reactions of these players and these grown huge men just bawling crying like babies Mm -mm. um it 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 was so scary you knew what they were seeing was like someone dying yeah you know yeah one of their their brothers one of their teammates dying there on the field that's that's probably what it looked like and i love this initiative to get uh is it denny killingston killingston into the NFL Hall of Fame. He was the assistant, uh, what is it, like trainer trainer Mm -hmm. that jumped right in and started CPR. He's the guy that initiated. And that is, and he didn't stop. And um, 10 minutes, right? Yeah. Well, and and it's, I hope and pray that this changes um, how AEDs are or like defibrillators are at every football field like this is more way more common um in in nhl and hockey right and also for catchers in baseball but um there's a specific protocol in the nhl like they have um three doctors three trainers and then these at apparently every um tunnel in the Mm -hmm. in the arenas for hockey so hopefully this will change how important because those first four minutes Without oxygen is when the brain starts to die. Right. So this man literally saved his life. And right. I hope that the NFL responds by putting him into the Hall of Fame. Sorry about that slight delay. Uh, I'm using a camera here that is malfunctioning. And now I have a different camera. I kicked that camera out and it has been fired. Bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. So anyway, the outpouring of, of prayers, man, across social media... Um, even watching the guy on ESPN, Dan or Orvosky, I can't say his name. It's, I don't know. It was, it brought, it's not wide enough. I can't say it, but it was really cool. The guy did a prayer on national TV on a network that is owned by Disney. Uh, it's amazing. He didn't know if he was supposed to be doing it and he went ahead and did the prayer anyway. 
And just seeing that was so awesome, man. And I got to say, I, I don't want to... I don't want to come off as ungrateful for the medical professionals um, or any of the people that that worked on Demar Hamlin because he's made just tremendous um, strides and everything. And now he's he's speaking. He was able to FaceTime his team. But I think we all need to keep in mind when we pour out these prayers like this, and we're desperate, and these prayers are answered. Mm-hmm. And we're blessed, and this this guy's making a comeback. Um, we got to remember to give the praise back, right? We got to give the glory. I've seen back to God. And I'm not on social media, so I following Twitter. I didn't say the Twitter. Thank mm-hmm. you. I have seen so many things that said number three, God is good, or glory to God in the highest. Um, and then it kicks me off. Good, but I've seen so many reactions of just thanksgiving and gratitude and our son um our 10 year old has developed cardiomyopathy which is enlargement of the heart after covid mm-hmm. and i knew that the next morning he was gonna hear about it or see about see the vi- video so i said i want you to see something and i showed him and he said um well i play football I do that. Is that going to happen to me? And I just felt like it was so important for him to understand that that was a freak accident and that there were angels all around him. I said, look at all of those people. They flew into action and they literally saved that baby's life in front of his parents and his family. I'm like, the horror that his family must have felt. But I wanted my child to know that in the the, the, um, the darkness, there is so much light and that you can't walk through life in fear. And he went, okay. And then that was it. Because he loves football and he plays football and he's excellent at football. And so it was important for me to, to say, you can still get back out there. You don't have to worry about getting hit like this. It was a fluke deal people are there to help you and to see how seven and a half million dollars has already been raised for this charity that when he went to sleep if you will was two thousand nine hundred dollars that's amazing Amazing. could you imagine how he's going to feel and who he's going to help yeah and hopefully this will help the first response now at all the nfl stadiums yeah if you look at it in the moment it's like, why? Why, God, does something like this happen? This is a great young man. We start learning about him and how wonderful he is and how much he gives to his community and, his and everything. Yeah. And how wonderful his family is. And why does something like this happen to this man? And then you look at the plan being put together by God. Mm-hmm. Right. And all these wonderful things. $2,900 in a charity. Over $7 million. And this is a charity that DeMar Hamlin started two years ago before he went was a starter. He was became a starter this year because the guy in front of him got injured. But he started this charity. He's just a good guy, a good man. And he grew up in a poor neighborhood. He grew up in a poor neighborhood. He started this drive to give toys to underprivileged children in the Pittsburgh area, and now it's over $7 million. He, I mean, 
it's amazing. And his parents, 16 when they had him, stay, are still together. It just sounds as though they are really a solid foundation, raising an incredible kid who's going to make an, a lasting legacy, not just for football, but for children who are needing role models in this world. And yeah, I'm really glad that my kids are seeing this right now. And yeah. I heard a story about after Kennedy got shot, which was on a Friday, the NFL played on a Sunday. Mm. And I can't think of the commissioner's name. Bud? Was Bud it, is Sealy. Was it him? That was his biggest regret is that he played on Sunday. He thought that the nation needed some distraction, but that was his biggest regret because he put football over human. Mm. And because after 9-11, they waited two weeks. And yeah. I just thought, thank God people stopped and helped a son and a, and a young man rather than play that game. And yet he yeah. still woke up and said, who won? <laughs> yeah. God bless Wanted that kid. Wanted to kiddo. know who won. And the doctors told him, you won. You Love. won at the game of life. Love it. Here. So you know yeah. what? We have a yeah. lot to celebrate. Absolutely. Lots, because that's lots of prayers. And I, I think this is a great, it's a great reminder of us because when we, um, when something dra drastic and dreadful happens in our life, what do we do? We hit our knees, we pray. Mm -hmm. And then when everything gets better, which it inevitably does most of the time, we go back to business as usual. And we break off that communication with God until the next time it comes around that we need Him. So I, I just think it's a this is a great reminder. One of the few silver linings in this whole experience for DeMar Hamlin is let's praise God even when we don't need something. Yeah. But, you know, every, everybody came together. Every NFL team changed their logo to number three. Every, um, the, the Bengals stadium illuminated mm -hmm. blue they rallied around that hospital the fans all came together i mean i saw humanity you yeah. didn't see teams so way to go cincinnati yeah that was phenomenal and buffalo is always like they're always amazing when they hear about a foundation for like some player that gets hurt they always come and rally for those people buffalo is really awesome about that yeah um but bill's mafia baby and it's that's amazing they are too, since they have got beat what four times in a row in the Super Bowl. They lost the Stanley Cup to the Dallas Stars. They have every reason in the world to be like Philadelphia Eagle fans, nasty and mean. But those but are they're, but they're not. They're like they the sweetest people in the, the NFL. The kindest people I know. And yeah. I just saw goodness and humanity. And I hope that that transpires and just spreads like a beautiful flower and just grows throughout the year and beyond. Well said. Well, hey, that's going to do it for our episode of The Purple House. We're going to do one of these once a week, right? Once a week? Once a week. I'm going to get calendar. you up here, and we're going to do this, and we're going to replace that camera that just let us down. But a uh, GoPro. Yeah. We want to end this show uh, doing a little prayer. I think that's perfect. Every uh, every episode. So if you want to bow your head and pray with us, feel free to. If you don't, you certainly don't have to. So I'll lead this one. Maybe next week you could do next okay. week's. Okay. All right. 
Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you, Lord, for giving us this opportunity today uh, to speak to people. And our hope is that we're able to show whoever is listening, Father, that even though we seem so divided in this world, um, that we are unified in a lot of different ways. And that even though we don't always agree on everything politically, that we can find some common ground. And we ask you, Father, to please lay your hands down and touch our nation and help us to heal and help us to come together and remind us all that love conquers everything, Father. And when we work together and we love each other, we can accomplish anything. We thank you, Lord, and we give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, guys. Well, thanks for watching and listening to The Purple House. Wait, they can watch and listen or listen? Yeah, that's what the cameras are for. It's not for us to look at ourselves. Sorry. My son got a typewriter for Christmas. Like, we're kind of old school. But I ask that you guys each go out and have courage and have kindness. And spread some glitter. God bless y'all. See you next time. Peace.